What's up, guys, and welcome to the Mayor Life Podcast. My name is Joe. And I'm Chrissy. And we, feels like we have been on vacation from the podcast for seven weeks because for seven weeks we have had our conference sessions on, and not us, not this interview style. Yeah. No, it's been really good. Um, I mean, it's fun to be back behind the microphone. It is. But the conference was amazing. It was a success. Huge success. It was our very first one, and I think that... We knocked it out of the park. I'm, ex- I'm excited about next year's. Yeah. I'm really no, excited. It's really good. We even talked to Mike and Julie in New York about doing one out there. So yeah. that would be really awesome. And if you guys listen to uh, Shannon O'Dell at all, he actually does a marriage conference also mm-hmm. down in Arkansas. Arkansas, Arkansas, um, Arkansas, uh, where you guys can actually sign up and uh, check that out. I'll actually put that in the show notes because I don't remember what the link is off the top of my head. So I will put that in the show notes. And then obviously Mike and Julie have all kinds of good content out as well as Pastor Dave and Vanessa. So yep. definitely follow them mm-hmm. on Instagram, just like you follow the married life. Right. No, it's all about their just life and their marriage and all that kind of stuff. And so they're really fun yeah. to but follow. Speaking of marriage... That's what the topic is tonight. Go figure on the married life. Marriage? Marriage. Yeah. So I wanted to kick this off with a story. Um, It was a few years back. We had probably only been married like two or three years, maybe two and a half years. And um, we moved down to Indiana to help church plant, but um, there wasn't any jobs for us. You know, we just wanted to come be a part of it. And so we just got jobs where we could. And I ended up at a counseling center. And Joe ended up at DKNY. That's right. Get your fashion on, people. I know. He used to work at the Buckle. He thought he was like super cool. Okay, I worked at the Buckle in high school. I know. Now we're adulting, so. (laughs) Anyways. So we like, you know, we were just doing this thing, just making our life work and being a part of this church plant. And it was awesome. It was really amazing. But, I mean, after... I mean, you didn't work there very long, but after a few weeks in, I like was concerned. I I mean, I thought because he was a manager there and it was all women that he was working with. And I thought, I thought he was having an affair at that point because he would come home and be very distant. He wouldn't talk a lot. He would be, I mean, I wouldn't say depressed, Maybe you were. I just hated my job. You know, but I would come, like, I worked for, it was like a Christian counselor. And so, actually, that's the first place that I met Pastor Mike. And so, we're obviously friends now. We were kind of friends back then. And so, like, I loved my job. It was fun. I liked the people that I worked with. And then Joe hated his job, but it affected not only his job, but his home life. And when it was just, there was a lack of, of intimacy. I mean, only being married to two and a half years, like it's not like you're out of a honeymoon stage already. Like it should have been, and it wasn't. And so that was a huge concern for me. And I had to speak up. Right. Especially, you know, like when we hear about two becoming one and all of a sudden it feels like, Oh, we are one. Like life is good. Everything's going great. But all of a sudden now it's like, Okay, we moved. I have a new job. He has a new job. He's hanging out with people I don't know. I'm hanging out with people he doesn't know. And it's like we're kind of having this drift where it feels like we're splitting back into two again instead Mm -hmm. of 
focusing on one. And so today we just kind of wanted to hit on some things that we have done and we've heard other people have done uh, to make sure that you remain one. Right. Because that is so important in marriage. And so obviously some of you know this, if, if you are a Christian, um, if you're not, it's, I mean, it's still great uh, just to know that Jesus, that God talks about that when we get married, literally two flesh become one. And that's when God is at the center of the relationship. So it's actually three become one, mm -hmm. you know, because God is in us, around us, with us. And our life is no longer just about me. It's about him. And when I make the focus on him, I want to serve you better. Right. And when we can put the focus on him, it's so much easier to, to remain two becoming one. But when I was having that problem, I was putting a lot of the focus on myself. And I started just walking in a different direction, and you were walking in a different direction. Mm -hmm. And it reminded me, uh, me and Pastor Dave just got back from Kansas City. We went to a conference down there. And Pastor Jeannie and Pastor Dwayne, uh, those are our, they used to be the president of Link. It's our church network, um, but they've handed that off. Um, but they were sharing on stage. And Pastor Jeannie was sharing uh, just, I mean, a great illustration that when you have two feet and you are walking together, uh, you obviously are heading in the same direction, right. right? So if you just take a walk outside, everyone that's listening, if you're walking outside right now, uh, if you, you have the right foot and then the left foot and the right foot and left, right? You're Now, he, she said, think of that as your relationship. Think of that as your marriage. Mm -hmm. That one is always ahead of the other, but not by a lot. One's always leading, but not too far ahead. Uh, one's always in submission, but not so like degrading that they don't belong. They're still part of the team, 100%. Mm -hmm. But what happens sometimes when we no longer are one and we start that drift is the right foot is trying to go one way, the left foot is trying to go the other way, and all of a sudden you begin to split. And when your feet split, you do the splits. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing in marriage. When If you guys are the feet, the husband and the wife, and you begin to split different directions, you will see that you will split mm -hmm. because you're no longer one, but you're becoming two again. Yeah, you start walking in opposite in opposite directions. And so where do our feet lead? Like if Joe and I look at our lives, where are our feet leading? Like sometimes he's in front leading and sometimes I'm in front. It kind of depends on what we're doing. Yeah, I for kinda, sure. I kind of lead up the house. For sure. You know, it's not like I he gets home and I just like boss him around. But like... I mean, she's like, get in the bedroom, take your clothes off. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> why why do you do that every time it's the marriage podcast babe Gosh. i don't even know what i was saying it's okay we're talking about you leaning at home yeah you do so i you know it's like my domain and so you know there's things that i have in order here and he follows those rules yeah and so it, he leads in a lot of other areas and I follow his lead and it's like a mutual submission. And so we are walking together. Is it always like that? No, just like that story I just shared, like sometimes we do drift apart, but we need to head in the same direction because if we don't, we will split. Right. And if, if I think, I honestly think if, if we wouldn't have had that conversation, because that's what ended up happening, I was just like, I was deeply concerned. I didn't point fingers right. or um, tell accuse. You, accuse or tell you, you suck at this or you're doing this wrong or what's going on and assume no. yep. what I thought. Yep. I mean, I did think this. It wasn't that I didn't have this idea. 
but I didn't accuse him and point it and say that he was doing it. I said, hey, like, are you all right? Like, right. what's going on? And so I remember I felt cared for, you know? Yeah. And I think that's so important when you begin to feel that drift. Understand again, there are two feet, mm -hmm. right? And you to need the body. both of them. Yes. And so each one of you is walking a different direction. So it's having that communication of like, hey, we're not okay. I'm not blaming this on you. You know, like this, this is both of us. How can yeah. we align again? And you did that in such a way that it made me feel cared for and not like, well, frick, I'm trying to, you know, take care of the house and trying to, you know, put money, you know, in the bank and retirement and blah, blah, retirement. What's, <laughs> What's that? that? <laughs> you know, but just, you know, uh, the way that you just approached it was very mm -hmm. loving. Well, here's the thing. Like before we uh, got married, you know, the majority of our relationship was crazy. So crazy. We were so crazy. I was that crazy manipulative like woman that was like, where are you at? What are you doing? Da, 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 da. Always in his face, asking a million questions, blaming him for things, accusing him of things, which I mean, 95% of the time you probably did it. It was, I was a very horrible person. But, <laughs> I was a horrible human but being. I didn't help the situation. It's like you would leave because I was crazy. That's it. That was your fault. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want to make it clear that like, we been there, done that. Like, and I had to choose. It was like a renewing of my mind in our relationship. And I mean, that was only three years prior. I mean, right. that was very fresh. We dated for five years. And so that was very fresh. And so I had to choose my words and not listen to my emotions. And so, um, but I think like what's really important, what we do now is, you know, Joe's in ministry and I stay at home but I want to be a part of the ministry. Like I try to be a part of it as much as I can. Like even tomorrow. I mean, the girls aren't here and you're going to load in with me because we yeah. are, we have two locations. We're portable at a boys and girls club in Chesterton. And then we have our own facility in Michigan city. And so we have to be at the boys and girls club at 6am and you're like, no kids. I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be there. I lead life groups. I uh, mentor people. They come to my house when my kids are napping. Like I try to do what I can. I mean, people come over for dinner. We like do it that way. Sometimes I'm at the office, but I, with, I mean, people with kids, like you understand that you cannot do as much as you and I think, I think that's the most frustrating part. It's like, I know that I'm capable of more, but it's like I have these sandbags attached to my feet and I can't move. It's true. Like <laughs> in my mind, I, I, I think that about you sometimes. Like, No, I think about it. You can think about it all you want because I think the same it's, thing. It's true, but I'm like, man, why isn't Chrissy getting this done? Why isn't she getting this done? And then I'm home with them for just three hours and I accomplish Nothing. Or on you my do list. it and then it's undone. Oh, and it's yeah. like, I don't know why. Today, I've Chrissy was vacuuming the floors while they were playing out in the dirt. And I was just like, well, that's a stupid idea. Because I hate things sticking to my it's feet. It's like they're going to come and make a mess in about 10 seconds. No, I can't concentrate if things are sticking to my feet. Anyways, so that's what, with that said, I want to be a part of the ministry as much as I can be. And so Joe brings it home. He shares things with me. He keeps me included, even if I can't contribute. And he keeps me included and vice versa. I keep him included in these things. So how can you grow together? How can we grow together? Right. So some things that Chrissy and I have done is we decide to grow together. And I think this is so interesting. So Pastor Dwayne shared at the conference that when him and Jeannie were having marriage problems, he thought everything was fine. Mm -hmm. In the beginning of their marriage, yeah. Yeah. 
uh, they were missionaries in Mexico, and he would be speaking. Uh, they Traveling. were they, yep. They planted a church. Uh, everything was going. You know, I mean, it was good for him. You know, he just loved ministry. But for her, it wasn't. She hated her life. She hated it. Like, and she didn't communicate that well. Um, and then finally, one night, she was able to communicate it to him, and he had no idea. No mm-hmm. idea. He thought he thought we were great. And so he said what he decided to do is he went out to a local bookstore and he bought every book he could on marriage. Every book he could. Yeah. And I, it could have been in Spanish. I don't know. I mean, well, he, hopefully he spoke Spanish he, a little bit. Yeah, he did. He was, I mean, living in Mexico. Um, but he, since then, they have taken upon them that they always grow together. Mm-hmm. And so they drove to Kansas City and on the way there, uh, Pastor Jeannie was reading a book to him while they drive. Mm-hmm. And I asked him, I was like, why don't you just listen to Audible? And he said, because it just makes us feel more connected when she's reading mm-hmm. and I'm listening and then we can highlight, we can be like, oh, that is really good and discuss it when they're you know mm-hmm. driving. I was like, oh, that is so smart. But just listen, if you you have to, Husbands, decide to grow with your wife. Wives, you have to decide to grow with your husbands. Like we've made this decision. And so every month we read two books. We listen to one audible and we read one physical. Now, the audible and the physical aren't always the same. And like right now, what's your audible? It's uh, Earl McManus' new one. Um. Oh, The Way of the Warrior. Way of the Warrior, yep. Uh, and I'm lis- uh, listening to Excellence Wins by Horst, I think it's Horst Schultz. I don't, I'm not sure. He was the CEO or something of Ritz-Carlton. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and it's like, I'm just thinking, how can we be more excellent in the church world? And I was like, ooh, that's a good book. Yeah. Um, I'm reading another book on uh, discipleship. And then uh, there's another leadership book that I need to start because I'm actually supposed to be finishing my discipleship book. Anyways, saying all that, we decide to grow together, that yeah. we're going to hold each other accountable and it's not like we beat each other down, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't finish Sore last month, right? I skimmed through the last chapter. Okay, see? There we go. There we go. So you didn't finish it. Congratulations. So, but I didn't beat you down and being like, you we just said. Did. We you said just we're did. You just did. I feel very condemned. In front of everybody. <laughs> oh, and then we just discussed, like, yeah. what we got out of it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this impacted me. This impacted you. We talk about what we read in the Bible together. Uh, we yeah. listen to podcasts. It's not pressured at all. No, it's not. It's just... Because it's a part of our conversation during the day. It's become part of our life, you mm-hmm. know? Like growth is part of our life. Because yeah. if you're not growing, you're dying. Right. You know? Sure. And so spiritually, uh, we talk about growth. Again, we talk about podcasts that we listen to. We'll send podcasts to each other. Uh, say, hey, listen to this one, listen to that one. And we try to do the same thing with people we mentor and our friends. Like if I'm listening to a good podcast, I'm going to send it to a guy who needs to hear it. Or if mm-hmm. I read a book, I'm going to send it to him. Now, if they listen to it or read it, that's on them. Yeah. But I want to make sure that with the tools that God has given me, I'm not just hoarding them to myself. And that's literally how we started this podcast. Right. Is we're like, let's share with people what, what we, we have. Do. Yeah, exactly. What we've done, what we do. And because there's no excuses not to grow. Because when one person grows, then the other does. Uh, the, and the other doesn't, drift occurs. Yeah. So if I grow, but you don't grow, mm-hmm. drift will occur. So we grow, we've made the choice, grow together. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two is we try to stay connected. Kind of like I shared with Joe, just like um, bringing stuff home and sharing things with me and helping me like be a part of the ministry, even though I'm not physically there. Like that's just really important. But another thing that we do is we really try to eat one meal together a day. If mm-hmm. it's... Um, I mean, most of the time we can do two, but like, I mean, this week you're gone four days out of the week. Mm -hmm. And so that's, 
not going to happen. But um, you were gone one day last week. Like, it just, I get it. It doesn't always happen. But we try as much as possible to sit down at the table and eat together. And I do understand that this is a season of our lives. Our kids are little. Yep. You know, they're not, you know, going all over the place. I understand that there are seasons. But in this season, we are going to take advantage of that. And so, um yeah, we just try to, we eat one meal together. Like today, we were at the park together. We walked together. It was like the first nice day out in yes. months. It was awesome. And everybody was outside. And so what can you do to spend time together? Like just the little things. I mean, yep. everybody has to eat. Yep. Sit down and eat together. Yep. Everybody has to, I don't know, go to the store, go grocery shopping together. I know a couple in our church that they go grocery shopping together. Yep. They have to go grocery shopping Yep. They do it together and they make a fun trip out of it. I've been thinking about how many people you text throughout the day. Make a choice to text your spouse, to yeah. stay connected. Mm-hmm. You know, text them. And listen, guys, I know we're idiots. So I've done this before. It's super easy. Ready? You open up your phone and you go on Google and you Google cute text messages <laughs> to send my wife. Wait, do you do that? I have. You have? Yeah. Oh, because, that's funny. yeah, it's just stuff that I'm like, oh, I wouldn't have thought of that. And I send it and it's cute. You know, but because we overcomplicate things, you, you know, like away your secret. Now okay. You'd be like, oh, is this from Google? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Here we go. I'm at the, yeah. I'll just, whatever. I'm just kidding. So guys, don't let your wife know that you're Googling what to send her. That's really funny. Yeah. Um, for me, I think this is really important to me because all of this is like, I'm summing this up. All together, because I think as a stay-at-home mom, it's really important. That sounds really sad, actually saying it out loud. It's really important for me to be connected to the outside world. I feel. I just picture a dog like that dog in the window. window. Yeah, like Like, somebody adopt me. Let me out. I want to live too. (laughs) But it's like it's so important. I mean, it's even it's in movies. It's in all these things where it's like you're stay-at-home mom for what ten years if you have one kid. You know. no, if you have multiple kids, not one kid, that'd be three years. Never mind. I was just, but you, you could feel like, and then your kids are out of the house and then you think, oh my gosh, who am I? You know, I haven't been in the work field or I haven't been doing this, that, or the other thing. I've just been focusing on this mom thing, which is fine, but allowing yourself to stay connected and doing these things, uh, learning and growing and being connected with your spouse. So when you when you are in that next season and your kids aren't, you're 24 seven. You know you don't feel like a crazy person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. And so I think like to give you guys a visual of what this looks like. Like if you look at two people that are coming together, like they're meeting, they're falling in love and all this kind of stuff to give a physical example of this. Like you don't see one person who does triathlons and running and they're outside and they love the outdoors and they're healthy and they eat healthy. You don't see them like finding someone who is like a couch potato. Mm -hmm. You don't find that ever. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes that might happen in marriage where maybe one person like picks up running and the other one doesn't. But initially that does not happen. And so we need to keep that mentally and spiritually in our lives that we are constantly growing with our spouse and doing that stuff together. Yep. Because that's it. You don't usually see one healthy person with one unhealthy person. They're usually both healthy or they're both unhealthy. Unhealthy. That's just how it goes. Yeah. 
Uh, and the last thing that we do, and again, there's tons of things. So if you guys have ideas, we'd love to hear more about them. Share them with your friends, share them with people. Uh, but priorities, mm-hmm. you know, priorities are so important. Pastor Dwayne shared this. Uh, he was just talking about marriage and ministry. And he said, marriage is your first mission. Before marriage, or I mean, sorry, um, it's your first, marriage is your first mission before ministry, before a job, before a hobby, before kids. Kids. Before kids. Yeah. Before kids. I have to say that because a lot of times people put kids first. Um, be, and that's what happens is that you you become a mom mm-hmm. and not a wife anymore. And I become a workaholic and not a husband anymore because you're so, mm-hmm. you know, your life is wrapped but around I the kids. But I get it. I get it. It's not that you're doing it intentionally. The kids are doing it intentionally. They're vampires. They suck the life out of you. And that you wish they would actually suck the life out of you. Like, just kill me now. Just kill me now. Put kill me, me out now. of my misery. Yeah. So, and that's why, again, it goes to like, we have to make it a priority mm-hmm. that the kids aren't going to suck the, the f- life out of me. Forefront of your brain. Exactly. So, I mean, our marriage has to be before kids, before the phone, um, before pornography. Like some of you men are watching porn because you haven't prioritized your marriage. And it's easier to look at porn than to look at your wife in the eyes and admit something and talk to her. Some of you wives, the same thing with your phone. It's easier for you to just scroll on Facebook, to scroll on Instagram, to do these different things on your Mm -hmm. phone, to look at Pinterest rather than to look your husband in the face. Like you have to prioritize each other. Yeah. You have to put things down. You prioritize marriage before everything except God. Because again, two became one because of God. And so the only way that two remain one is because of God. You have to have him be your focus. And I know for me personally, it's easy for me to like work all day. I remember one time me and Evan were working at the, our old space and Evan is now in New York city, uh, working with pastor Mike and pastor Julie at V1 church. But anyways, I mean, I was with him and we were working on some project and I was like, dude, I could, I could work. 12 hours every day, like, cause we just loved what we were doing. You know, it was almost like time to go home. And I was just like, you know, when you're like, so in the zone, I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't want to go home. Like I want to keep doing this. Um, but I have to make sure that I actually do check out because if I don't, then you'll be the one left out, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. so I do have to go home and be like, I'm checking into my home. Like, because there's always going to be more things to fix at work. There's always going to be more things to get done. There's always going to be more ministry, more job, more life, you know, like that always happens. But I have to prioritize you. I have to prioritize the girls when I come home to really be focused with you guys. Mm -hmm. And I love, again, Pastor Dwayne said this. He said, it's not what we don't know. It's what we don't notice. Yeah. And I think you've done a great job with that, of us actually just having a conversation from the beginning because I wouldn't have noticed that I'm working like, a lot without you saying something, mm-hmm. you know, without us having the discussion of like, okay, what does this look like with family time, with date nights, you know, what is this, you know, and, and again, you never even put a demand on me, like you had to take me out one date a week, you know, you you, you never came yeah. off that way. It came through, again, just us connecting, mm-hmm. having discussions, and that connection uh, led to us prioritizing what is most valuable in our lives. Well, I think too, before we even have kids, like I remember... We, we would both get off of work and we would go straight to the church and then we would work together. Mm-hmm. 
because we were doing something together. Yeah. It didn't matter what we were doing as long as we were doing it together. It's right. not like, oh, it's five o'clock. You have to come home and stare at me in the face <laughs> on the couch. Like, I don't want to be, you know, it wasn't like that. Right. It was like we were still doing something together. together. It was really when yeah. we had kids yep. that it was like, okay, now like mainly because they just destroy everything in the church. Like I've tried that. It mm -hmm. makes it worse. Yep. And so we've just, you know, but we've had that open communication. Yep. And so for me, like the thing that I noticed, and I think it's so frustrating because like, I remember being in college, I would never have a planner. I remembered everything. I, I barely took notes in class. And you know what? I remember, I remember, I thought I didn't have to like write down things in a planner and I forgot everything. Yeah. We thought the same way, but the outcome it was, was the opposite. different. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I was a really good student. I graduated. I had really good grades. You know, I have my bachelor. And I never, I, I would go to class. I would listen. I would highlight stuff and I would take a few notes, thing, whatever. And I would study. But I feel like I never had to write anything down. I knew my schedule. I knew when I worked. I knew, listen, pregnancy brain never leaves you. And I forget everything. And I know that that is super frustrating to Joe. And I just have to constantly like, I don't know what I need to do. I need to put reminders in my phone and I need to do all this stuff. Like you need reminders for your reminders. I do. It's not, that's a, that's real. <laughs> <laughs> that is my real life right now because I see him getting frustrated with me when I'm putting him second, like in the morning, like I don't sleep very well, so I'm not a very big morning person at this point in my life. I used to be, but I'm not anymore. And so I'll forget his lunch like four out of the five times out of the week. Actually, you only work four times during the week. Sunday's a work day. So I miss it four out of four times every week. <laughs> and it's just like, and I know it's frustrating to him. And I know it's it's like really frustrating to me because I never used to be like that. And so just working on stuff like that and over communicating and all that kind of stuff. And, but I notice it and I'm trying, I swear. Yeah. But again, that's prioritizing, you know, things in life and yeah. it is, and it's always getting better. Like nobody's ever hitting a hundred, you know, yeah. like I do this weekly reflection and it has to do with like family life, um, me and you health, spiritual, work. um, yeah, work. And there's something else on it. But anyways, there's always something that's lower. And so I focus on that thing the next week, you know, because mm -hmm. everything's always in it ebbs and flows. You know, there's, mm -hmm. there's nothing. It's never straight across the bar that I nailed it. Right. You know, two weeks ago, I had ice cream five days in a row. Nailed it. Guess what I failed yeah. at? Health that <laughs> week. So badly. So badly. So again, you know, it's just looking and examining your life. Like, okay, what do I need to adjust a little bit to find this rhythm to prioritize certain things? Mm -hmm. And that's what it's about. It's about finding that rhythm that you and your spouse agree on. Yeah. You know, it's not about getting all crazy. Like you said, you know, like lopsided, like we have to be balanced this way. Like, Ugh. like put your phone down. Like right now it's my turn. You know, right. Like, that's more of a, like a religious spirit exactly. and nobody's going to be happy. And that's no. burnout. Burnout right. will come out of that. Yep. For sure. Um, well, anyways, those are our three ways that we have really put into our lives and into effect to make sure that we remain one. Is there anything else you want to say on that while we wrap no, up? No, I think that's really good. I think it's just keeping that communication open about things. And maybe like you as a couple need to do a reflection during the week if, until you start to get on the flow of how you want your life to look and make those different categories and then each week yeah. talk through them. But communication is important. I was going to say, even the way you said that is because like, this is your life. 
You know, like this is, this is your marriage. Mm -hmm. You get to decide what it looks like. We all have 24 hours tomorrow, but we're all going to spend those 24 hours differently. Right. And so how do you want to spend yours? Do you need more time with dates? Do you need more vacations? Do you need more time alone? Do you need more time with God? Do you need more time with each other? Do you need more, whatever it is, you know, like Mm -hmm. when it comes to prioritizing things, because here's the thing, like tomorrow won't be busy is a lie. Yep. It's, it's life. Yep. But it's your life and you get to decide, you know what? I'm actually not going to worry about this one thing tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm going to spend time with my wife or I'm going to start reading a book. You I'm going to eat that gallon of ice cream. Shut it. <laughs> now it's just kind of like temptation again. So I know we have ice cream in our freezer. I'm really excited sh- about it. That's just for me. It's just for me. <gasps> no. Anyways. I'm Joe. And I'm Chrissy. And this is The Married Life, and we exist to help build stronger marriages, to create stronger families, to form stronger communities. If you do us a favor, uh, if you go onto whatever podcast you're listening to uh, platform, subscribe, rate, and review us. That would be awesome because it would help us uh, just get a message out more to help other families out, other marriages out. Mm-hmm. And we want to hear from you guys. Drop us something on um, Instagram or Facebook. We want to hear how this has impacted you or how it's affected you or whatever we want to hear from you yeah even if you're like hey you guys should talk about this sometime yeah that'd be awesome to hear yeah cool all right guys yep we'll see you next week